all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hello, everyone. Hmm. Patience. Endurance. Tribulation. Turmoil. All this mixed. But you got to walk in love at the same time. Hmm. Interesting. Manipulation. Lying. But you got to walk in love. You got to deal with this. Obeying the government. Do what the government says. Because it's being ordained by God, according to Romans 13. Hmm. No matter what, huh? We must obey the government no matter what. Is that what the scripture's saying? No matter what evil or whatever is going on with the government. They are here to keep us in line. They are here to save us from evil. Hmm. Just obey the government. They'll do the right thing. I'm saying this sarcastically because a lot of these things have been on my mind. And uh, I want to speak on that. On this podcast. I don't really have a title. Because I'm going somewhere. I know I always say I'm going somewhere. But I really am when I'm when I'm talking about certain subjects and and I don't have really a name for this subject so this is one of my rants (laughs) as you can say one of my rants and one of my thoughts and things that's through the week and been going on in my mind and you know not only what I hear but what I experience through the week you know what's been going on and uh, and all all just what I'm going to be talking about is going to lead to things biblically but uh Stay tuned for Joseph's rant or Joseph's rage that I have to get off. Not so much of a rage and anger and being mad at people, but I just want to get some things out there because what I've you know, been going through this week and what I've been hearing and what I've been experiencing within myself, you know, I want to talk about that. Hi, everyone. What's going on? This is Joseph Brownlee, the host of the Body of Christ Real Talk. This is Joseph Brownlee, host of the Body of Christ Real Talk, where I talk about different subjects, topics pertaining to the Body of Christ, within the Body of Christ, around the Body of Christ, and in front of the Body of Christ. I try to keep you updated on what's going on in the world, whether it's social, social activities, you know, whether it's local things, whether it's business, whether it's the churches, whether it's myself, what's going on in my life, and I want to know more about what's going on in your life. So this is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ. Christ real talk. Okay. I call this my rent time. And what I mean by rent time, I don't that means I just don't really have a certain subject or specific topic that I want to focus on. There'd be many topics. This is one of my many topics 
rap session, you know, or rent session, if you want to call it that, okay? All right. The first thing I mentioned, topic I mentioned was patience. Okay, what I mean by patience, I'm talking about myself. I'm going to start with myself. You can look within yourself and with your patience, but I'm just talking about JoJo here, you know, Joseph, you know, my, my patience. I work at a job or several different jobs. I like to call myself a freelancer, but one of them I still work at a job where I do security, I do events, and I do different things like that, okay? And I've been at this this job, and let me say this first. It's a job that I could just choose the time that I want to work. You know, I put in bids for the gigs and everything like that. It's not a it's not a confirmation. It's not a guarantee that I will get these gigs. But I do like the freedom that I can do that. Okay, all right. And before I get into this, let me just re- uh, remind everybody again, I almost forget, you know, if you hear a sound in the background, that's the air conditioning sound because I'm in a certain area in my home that the air conditioning comes on and off, you know, on and off. So you're going to be here quietness, then you're going to hear the air conditioning going on. Just remember, it's not the audio and it's not the radio and it's not the radio and it's not the audio, but it's just the sounds that you hear within. I do a lot of my podcasts on the outside. I do my podcasts wherever I, I just feel led or I just feel the auction to do a podcast, so it might be at, outside, it might be at the beach, it might be at the park, it might be in a room. I do my, I get my phone out there, and I just, I just spit it out there. I just, I just throw it out there, you know. And that's how I do my podcast, you know. Uh, and it's pretty different than uh, how other people do podcasts. Is they, they, uh, they put spend a lot of time in the editing and stuff like that, and then they put it out there. And that's a good thing, whatever. But I'm just, I guess I'm just old fashioned. I just like to be transparent, so you will hear certain mistakes and you will hear certain fumbling, you know, stuff like that. That and I just don't get into the editing, whatever, like that, as of now. So I just let it be known, you know. So this is my podcast, Joseph Brownlee, uh, Body of Christ Real Talk. Okay. All right. And uh, I work at this gig, and I've been at this gig, uh, you know, this security gig for over six years. So, but I like the, the time that it gives me that I can choose my own hours and I can choose my own days, etc., and stuff like that. So. Most of the jobs that I get here are very cool. You know what I mean by that, Joe? What do you mean by they're very quiet? You don't have to deal with a lot of, you know, you know, a lot of, I like to call them, Lord forgive me, just, you know, a lot of angry or a lot of drunkenness or a lot of uh, foul mouth and stuff like that, which I think my patience is very short with that now. When I first started the job, I used to say, yeah, I don't mind working with the crowd because I'm a people's person. And I'm st- I still I'm I'm still a people's person, but I notice when I look back now, my patience is shorter. I cannot put up with a lot like I used to when I first started this job. You know, I'm just been real. You know, I don't I I, I can't put up. With, I don't know if it had to do with my age or what's going on around the world or whatever like that. It was going on within myself, my own struggles, and you know, hearing other people's struggles and what's going on in life. Period. It could be all of it. I believe it's all of it. You know, just being honest. But it just seemed like you know, I'm 57 now, and it's not a, a lot of people are older than me. So I'm not saying I'm old, but I'm not as young as I used to be. Like when I was in my 20s and 30s, and even 10 years ago when I was 47, I can deal with a lot of things more. But within the 10 years, you all would know a lot of things have changed. You know, and the world, you know, not only here in America, but in the world. But I'm going to talk about personally, the personal growth. Within 10 years, did I get stronger in the Lord or did I get weaker? 
And I want you to ask yourself that. Have you become stronger in the word of God? What do you mean by stronger? Being spiritually stronger, studying God's word, you know, uh, mentally, physically, mentally, you know, spiritually. Are you stronger in God's word? I know I talk about uh, in a few of my podcasts, my full phase challenge, which becomes spiritually stronger, financially stronger and better in life, mentally and emotionally. You know, I got a full phase. Better myself spiritually, better myself financially, better myself physically, and better myself mentally. You know, this is my full phase. Now, I'm battling with the uh, the, uh, the physical part, with the weight. That's a battle and everything, but, you know, but I'm kicking back in on that, you know, so I've been up and down on the weight thing. Spiritually, it's been a roller coaster as well. Not that I've been the so-called going back and whatever like that, but I have been digging more in the Word and stuff like that. I have been learning more, so that's going pretty good itself, you know, but I can do better. I can always do better when it comes to the days of God. Well, anyway, let me digress. The last week or two has been a patience challenge with me. This is just one of the topics I'm going to talk about, then I'm going to get into other things. You know, very important. It's important to me. It might not be to you all, but it's important to me. And I think a lot of ones that can relate will know where I'm going. Will know where I'm going, excuse me. Two weeks of my job. Okay? And I do security. And when I get time, when I do security, uh, you know, sometimes I might shoot a video of the, of the area I work in. I put it on, shoot it out there to Facebook and my, you know, of what, what areas, you know, of Chicago, even the area that I am, you know, I want to make sure I'm in compliance with my job because you don't want to video every day, you know. And, uh, a week or so ago, I was working at the, uh, here in Chicago called the Adler Planetarium. The Adler Planetarium. Very peaceful position at the job. I got to take a few pictures. I got to see the other, one of the biggest, or they said the biggest telescope that's in the world. That was very interesting. You know, I got to walk around. I had to man it. I had to do, you know, what they used to call what, what the police had to do back in the day. They had to, they had a beat. They had to walk the streets and do different things. They used to swing their stick and stuff like that. No, I didn't have to do that, but I had to walk around and make sure everything was okay and make sure nobody was hanging around and, and different things like that. That was very peaceful. That was, it got boring that time, but at the same time, I learned a lot of things. And what I mean by that, when I, when you, when I'm working in a venue like that, I like to read certain things. I've never been to Adler Planetarium, period, in my life. Not even growing up. I never visited a lot of museums only when I was real younger and it been and it has been years okay uh, I'm trying to keep myself uh, this is a very sensitive microphone so you might hear a lot of sounds when I'm doing a lot of moving so excuse me for that I'm gonna try to be still you know because I want my, my stuff to be clear for my listeners you know because I appreciate you guys listening to me okay even if it's ranting this is a good rant, you know, but it's just something I just, I call my rant time when it's no subject or topic. I just get things off my chest, you know, because a lot of people can relate to where I'm going, okay? But I was at the Adelaide Planetarium. That was one of my jobs and everything like that. Very interesting. I learned a lot about space and the stars. And every time I look at that, I just, I just, you know, Line it up with God's creation. Line it up with God. Talk about the stars. When he told Abraham, look at the stars of the skies. You, these would be the many nations that you would be over. The stars of the skies. The people that would be blessed through you. And man, there's millions and millions and even billions of stars out there. Man, God's creation is awesome, people. God's creation is awesome, you know. And you read a lot of things and they be looking at certain things. And then I read certain things that these things been here 250 billion years and million years. And then 
then I start getting, okay, okay, you know, because things bother me when I just see, wow, man, these, most of these scientists is just anti-Christ, anti-God. They don't believe in creation. I really believe it. Now, I'm not saying all of them does. I might be wrong, but I'm just saying when, when you get the 250 million years and start saying this happened over throwing numbers out there, I doubt your belief in a creator. I doubt your belief in creation, okay? So I start looking at those things, but the what I be looking at is focused on what God made, you know. I believe in what over the 6,000 year period, you know, the earth and all that was made. That's just me. But that's not what I'm talking about. But when I look at the beauty of the stars and stuff like that and the moon and the, and the elements of the sun, that amazes me, you know, about my creator, my heavenly father. You know, God, that amazes me. So that was a good week. I've done it about three or four days. Me and, me and another co-worker, we've done it about three or four days. We got fed very well and everything. And it was a very cool thing, you know. You know, that's the same uh, uh, time that I got into a mini debate with a Muslim there. We talked about we didn't get too far for that because I had to cut it short because I felt he just wanted me to listen to some of the things about Islam and certain errors, so-called errors that's in the Bible. So we didn't get too far for that. I like to have a I really like to get to know another faith, man. If we could just listen to each other without trying to be dogmatically trying to convert somebody. When you're trying to really openly convert someone, you're trying to just get them to listen to what you believe in in your faith. And that means you already set your agenda that you don't want to hear what the other party has to say. So I just question anybody, even if you're a Christian, when you do that, listen to the other side, not to be converted. If you're not strong with a word, I, I advise you to stay away from certain debates. But if you are worded up, you got your sword ready, you got your arm on, go ahead and listen to them and just do it all in love, okay? But that didn't happen because, you know, it just went all the way left and he, I believe he just wanted me to just hear the errors of the Bible, which mostly a lot of sex and a lot of Muslims and other faiths, you know, go that way when it comes to the word of God. That was the only just kind of a, a bump. I call it a gut bump. Because I did get the expressive things of God. That was only, that's a little bump, you know, even in that quiet time of learning about science and everything at the Atlas Planetarium, okay? All right. Then, uh, another venue I worked, uh, the Kanye West Listening uh, show, whatever that is. I'm still confused about that. <laughs> but it's called the Kanye West Listening Show. And I have nothing against Kanye West, you know. I'm not questioning his faith or anything like that because I don't know know too much about his faith. You know, I just, I just, I, the Bible told us, told, uh, told us to, you know, to be fruit bearers and look at different people's fruits. Now, some people live in a certain way and I cannot judge them and say they're not a Christian and everything like that. I cannot do that. And if I did, I'd have to apologize because I got to watch that. And, uh, and I'm getting to that in the book of Romans 14 talks about people that's weaker in the faith and some that's stronger in the faith, how we should look at each other. And I'm going to do a reading on that. I'm going to try to do that. I'm not going to try. I'm going to do that on connecting the dots because that's more biblically scriptural, you know, guided connecting the dots. Good teaching that I'm going to do on that on Romans 14. I'm also going to do a teaching on Romans 5, Romans 6, and I'm going to do a teaching on Romans 13. Okay. All right, because it's very important that you see scripture, not just hear me and my opinions, but see what God has to say in his word. OK, well, anyway, I was working a venue not too long ago, at, uh, Kanye West venue. And uh, when you were Christian. 
all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. When you work certain venues or even certain jobs, you have to be prepared that the majority of the work environment place you around are not believers. Okay, let me say that again. The majority of the work environment that you work around are not believers. They might believe in Christendom. They might believe in certain Christian morals. You know, then you might run into some that's atheists. You might run into some that's agnostics. You might run into some just out there in the world. They just reprobate. You know, they're just out there in the world. So majority of the time, you're going to world, you're going to hear worldly views. You're going to hear global views when you work in certain devices, especially when it comes to events and certain things like that, you know. And I have to grow in that, you know, without being so judgmental. And, uh, and I worked in different venues. I worked in Broadway in Chicago. I worked for AL Services and I, because I am a people's person, but I'm not as much as I used to. And I'm just being honest. You know, I'm not as much as I used to. My patience is a little shorter and I need more patience now. And I, 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 I need prayer in that area. You know, I pray to God that I get patience in that area because sometimes I find myself judgmental and angry and I want to be bothered with people and stuff like that. That's more like stubborn and because what goes on around the world, I find that I find that it affects me sometimes. It makes me angry and it makes me distance and I don't like that about myself because I'm a people person, but I'm not as much, and I'm going to be honest, like I used to be in everything. Now I ain't talking about my walk with God you know, or nothing like that. I'm just talking about what people, my patience became shorter with people, you know, not distant from people you know, because I love being around people, but it just made my patience is shorter for nonsense. Let me just put it that way. I, my patience is very short with nonsense. And I, okay, I'm going somewhere, so let me finish ranting. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Okay, I hope you all can feel where I'm going. Well, anyway, the difference between working at the Adler Planetarium, because there was no one there. And my thing is, I didn't get to the point I'd rather do the load-ins. They're called load-ins when they're setting up everything. That's why I put in for the 11 and 7 shifts, you know, because it's less friction with dealing with a lot of people because of my shortness of patience. I'm just being honest. I'm not just, I'm not saying it because I don't want to work, you know, and, you know, far as that. But at the same time, you know, it is less work and it's less friction that you put up with your fellow man, with people, you know. So that's why I choose a lot of overnight shifts, you know, 11 to 7 or whatever. Some of them I've done 7 to 7 and some of them I've done odd times like the planetarium, what, from 7 to 1 to 2 in the morning, which I don't like that too much because of my busing uh, situation. But that's another story. But I, I do overnights for that because of the more of the peace and the more of the less uh, 
being around a lot of crowds and a lot of worldliness, if I can put it that way, okay? Now, I'm saying that I'm perfect, you know, because I got my battles and I got my struggles, you know, that I have to go through myself, you know. But it's bad enough you have to go through your own struggles and putting up with everybody else's struggles in worldly ways at the same time, and you got to deal with yourself. That's that's my point. That's just me. That's just me, okay? All right. Well, anyway, I was working at the uh, the Kanye West listening uh, load-in. Okay, you might say, what, what was that all about? You, you know, whoever listened to this podcast, you know, uh, the Kanye Way listening, I found out later what it was about. I wasn't that much interested in it because I'm not into concerts like I used to be and stuff like that. I love my music. I love my old school, you know, different things like that. I do like my old school music, but I, I watch the lyrics, what I listen to now. And, you know, if you can't handle certain old school, that's that's you, you know, that's good. You know, keep on being strong in that area. It's not a sin if you listen to older music or whatever like that, but, it, you know, you got to watch yourself about the lyrics, how it's going to affect your body, affect your spirit. You got to, that's important. At least that's important to me, okay, as a Christian. Okay, anyway. Uh, even when it comes to old movies as well, you know, my, I'm just old school. You know, I like old school music and old school movies, and I'm a love romantic. I love ballads, and I love love movies, and I love ballads. I love love songs, and I, I'm, just a, I'm just a crony for that, <laughs> okay? You know, let myself out there. Like I said, I'm transparent. You know, I ain't got nothing to hide. I ain't got to tell you everything, but I, some things I don't mind letting out there, okay? All right. But the overnight working was pretty good. You know, you know, it was quiet. You know, they were setting up. It wasn't a lot of, you know, a rock maroon going on and a lot of stuff. It wasn't a whole lot of people. I got fed very well again. No, so you were talking about getting fed. Well, yeah, I brought my lunch, but damn, man, they wanted to fed you. The people was nice. You know, the people was nice. And these people that was feeding you, I don't know if they was Christians or not, but if you look at the Christian moral aspects of things, you would say, man, these people, some of these people that's not somewhat saved or not, like I said, I'm not sure take care of you more than fellow Christians. You know, they look out for you and everything like that, you know. And that was a beautiful thing. I got, I got fed and they looked out for me, man. You know, and I said, I appreciated that, okay? Well, anyway, that was fine. The overnighters. You know, it was peaceful. I just had to guard a door and stuff like that and, make, and check credentials, make sure the wrong people are out, make sure the ones that had to, make sure you had your credentials. I do a lot of credential checking. I've been trained in that and everything like that. So we learn that you learn body movements. You learn how people, when they come up with certain stories, you just learn, you know, that when people just putting on some flim flam, when they're just coming with a spin, I like to call it, you, you can catch it when you've been doing this for a while, you know. I know I, I have learned a lot of things people spin and lies and making up stuff just to get through the door. I have learned that, but I have learned to be, I used to just get mad, but I just learned to be patient now and whatever with certain people. And I just learned to just, whatever their tone is, you know, I just go with their tone. But if they get loud, I have to learn I shouldn't get loud too. But that's a hard thing. You know, you go at people's, how they respond and different things like that. Some people, when the job I do, you have to do it in love. But you some things you have to be firm with it. You got to let people know, no, you're not going to run over me. You have to be firm with it. You have to stand on and be strong. That's even the military. Even when you're a Christian, you got to be strong. You got to stand on certain things. You can't tolerate everything. But you do everything in love. But you do it. What, what was that? You do it in meekness. It's like the Bible said Moses was meek. That means that you have courage, but you have it under control. You have courage and strength that's under control. Courage and strength that's under control. That's kind of somewhat of a definition, definition, not a full definition, definition of being meek. 
compared to being humble, you know, being meek. So you have to be meek, strong, you know, with courage, under control and everything like that. So, okay, here comes the air condition sound again, like I said earlier. Okay. So I had to be that. It depends what venue that I'm working that I have to be like that. Okay. Let me move along because I'm, I'm trying not to keep as long as I can, but I'm not going to put a time limit on that. If you can't uh, stay through the... Uh, this podcast, I can understand. You know, just come back and just listen to it again. I love you guys for just putting up with me. This is my rent time. Like I said, this is my rent time. You know, where I talk about different topics, what went on for the last few weeks and things that's on my heart that I want to get out to my, my fans, you know, and off my chest, okay? Well, anyway, those are those pretty good times, you know, the overnighters and stuff like that, you know, working the Kanye West listening thing, you know, they were setting up, they was doing amazing things on the field, you know, he had his, a replica of his old house that he grew up in and stuff like that and stuff like that, you know, it's pretty amazing when you do the, the work that I do, you know, but I find that even gets somewhat played out after a while when you get older, you know, I find myself getting older and I just have short patience with a lot of things now a lot of things don't excite me like it used to and everything you know so I find myself getting into more teaching in the word of God and trying to be real about everything okay so worldly things don't really excite me like it used to you know beaches and stuff like that it doesn't it's still a beautiful thing but it doesn't excite me you know like it used to and everything maybe it's just my grogginess I don't know <laughs> well anyway you know hang with me baby hang with me family okay well anyway the night or the day of the concert. That's when my patience was challenged because you have to deal with people. Even when I've done Soldier Field, you know, I find myself, wow, man, my patience is short with people now. I found myself, and I'm not putting people down, but I'm telling you, I have a short tolerance when, when you're with drunk people are drunk. And they off drugs, you know, because I know I have a short tolerance. I don't even like the smell of cigarettes and cigars and all that because I have to deal with that on the trains. They smoke so-called blunts. They sell loud. The train is like a vending machine now, especially the red line here in Chicago. It's like a vending machine now and everything. You know, they sell all kind of stuff. They they call me a one a loud or whatever like that. I don't know why, but it's not important. I don't care. But they do a lot of things on the train and when you go to venues you smell stuff you smell man some of the stuff might get you high you, you, you deal with the drinking and the stuff like that and as a Christian you feel vexed remember Lot was vexed when he was around Solomon Gomorrah his spirit felt vexed and everything and that's something I'm not saying I'm like Lot and nothing like that don't get me wrong you know I'm just saying when your spirit feel vexed because you're around so much of a worldly atmosphere but I have to remember I am the world but I have to be in the world I am of the world I live in the world, but I don't have to participate in the world. It's just the majority of the jobs is in a worldly environment. You know, it's just ran by the world. You know, the prince of the power of the air, and I got to understand that. So, you know, the, at the time of the event, you know, when the people started coming in, my patience was fine, man. I was good. I was thinking about meditating on certain things. You know, what I'm going to say on my podcast, what I'm going to talk about my radio. You know, thinking about doing, you know, ministry full time, my full time radio that's in the future, and at the same time, you know, running my own little business and everything. But but when I started dealing with people and everything, I found my patience was challenged. You know, because patience is very important when you're a Christian. You know, it's very important. You know, to have 
certain patience, you know. But you got to have certain morals, too. You just can't put up with everything. You just can't put up with anybody's, everybody's junk, you know. You just can't. You can't be run over. I don't know where people get that from, Christians. Just keep walking in love doesn't mean you're walking like you're on the cloud and smiling and ignoring your real feelings all the time. Now, don't get dominated by your feelings, but sometimes you're going to get angry. Sometimes it's okay to let out some certain anger, but say not. It's okay to let out certain anger, but say not. Like the Bible said, be ye angry, but say not. Don't let the sun go down upon your wrath. In other words, don't hold anger for a long time. So watch out, watch out for that, you know, body of Christ, saints, and Jojo. We need to watch out for that, okay? Alright. So, there's not so much of a balance, but it's just a perception that we need to control our anger. Don't let don't let your anger hold you all day because you start judging people, start disliking people, not their ways, but start disliking people. And I had to check myself for that because I found myself angry at people. I didn't want to be around no people that's those drinkers, those drugs, and whatever. Then my then that became judgmental, and I started judgmentally judging these people, which was created after the image of God, you know. And I had to check myself, man, because I ain't it ain't like I'm all that, you know, and stuff like that. And I don't have issues myself, you know, so I have to check myself. I'm not perfect. I'm not all so holy and then now, you know, like you know, like some people might think I have make I make mistakes, I think wrong thoughts, I do wrong things. So I have to check myself. Don't be so judgmental, do everything in love, but at the same time I have to be meek courage under a stroke. I have to check some people, you know, because that's part of my job. And I believe God wants us to do our job in love but with discipline. It depends what position you're in, okay? I'm a natural smiling, loving person and everything. So I'm going to smile. I'm going to try to be friendly with the people and the customers and everything. But some, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, some people it's just hard. It's tough. And I need help in that area. It's just tough and everything. Some people, I do want to slap them on the head. <laughs> that would be honest. I do want to slap them on the head. You know, sometimes I be want to hit them. You know, I, I do. You know, far as I go, I'm not a physical person and everything. But, man, you be tested sometimes. Your patience will be tested sometimes when you work certain venues or certain jobs and everything. You know, hey, you know, it does be tested. But thank God, you know, the Holy Spirit helped me to be in control. And I didn't act out those certain things that I really wanted to do because you know it's a lot of things you want to do as a Christian to people ain't no sense in life you even want to cuss sometimes you even want to call them names you know it's times I did call them names and everything I said Lord forgive me get that out of my heart you know because it's not part of me you know for our sex you know so hey that's my rant but it was a challenge and everything, and my patience was challenging everything. But as I learned and I went through, I started doing okay then. Then my patience got better. I, you know, thank God for the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, so much for helping me to get back and check and check myself. Because I always got to check myself before everything. I always got to check my reactions and where I react to things, you know. Because most of the time, reaction is more than action. Action is more. We react to things more than think about things and going into action. We react more than anything. And that's sometimes... I I can see people coming to me asking a question. I'm already getting angry because I don't want to be bothered with certain questions and everything. But that's part of my job, Jojo. That's part of my job, all right? So I had to be patient with that. So I, I failed sometimes, and sometimes I've done pretty good, you know. So I want to get that out there. That's how my, my last few weeks was gone. It was a, like a roller coaster with me. 
It was like a roller coaster, all right? But thank God for God. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. It turned out all right after a while, but I did lose it sometimes. You know, not I never cursed nobody out or nothing like that, and I was pretty much in control. But what was in my head, what was in my mind wasn't right, you know? What I wanted to do or say to certain people, even a lot of young ladies, you know, they can be just as raunchy and whatever as the men when they got their liquor and they got their drugs, you know. That's what you have to deal with, you know. And, you know, so you have to be, you know, this is part of my job. I can't run from it. I'm not going to run from it. That's why I avoid certain concerts and I just do the load-ins. I know that's just me. Some Christians are stronger in that area. Some Christians can handle it better. But this baby, me, myself, right now, my patience, what I used to can do, I cannot do it no more for patience and everything like that so I have to go another route and thank God I can choose what I want to do now because my patience is a little shorter with people you know and I still need working that area pray for me saints <laughs> pray for me saints okay alright alright now that was just my job patience endurance you know, putting up with a lot of stuff that's not, you know, some foolishness you just do not put up with. I just, I'm just short with certain foolishness. I'm either going to put you straight in a loving way, and I will do that, or I'm just going to ignore you. And I'm working on my ignoring you and everything, you know. So, you know, I'm still a work in progress, saints. I'm still a work in progress, you know. And I know a lot of you can understand and can relate what I'm talking about. Okay. Now, I'm going to do a teaching not on so much what's the role of the government, you know. Yeah, yeah, I can say it's part of it, the role of the government, you know, because I'm going to be reading for Romans, thir- Romans 13 and 14 all together. Now, Romans 14 is basically dealing with, you know, uh, dealing with other saints and everything. I'm going to do some teaching on that and connecting the dots. And I'm going to uh, do some reading and some teaching, you know, in my comments on Romans 13 about the role of the government. How should we... Uh, obey the government should we obey the government of certain things regardless of what's going on in life or regardless of what they're doing should we be obeying the government and the reason i'm bringing that up because i a lot of christians is their choice okay i want to be i want to be upfront here it's their choice that certain christians and believers are succumbing or giving in to certain mandates and uh, i do have uh, issues with that and what what their reason are, I don't know if they get pressured and family, because that's a real thing when your family get pressured or certain things get pressured. I can understand. You, I can understand you giving in. But when it comes to giving, getting things of God, you're never supposed to give in. You know, I'm not saying it's easy. I never want to be in a, put in a position like that, that I have to make a choice. You know, I, I'm not afraid what choice I make, but I would never want to be put in that position because the flesh, you know, the flesh still is weak, but the spirit is willing, you know. Okay. But anyway, uh, I'm I'm at another topic. This topic now, I want to talk about the government. How far do we let the government go before we start disobeying? You ever thought about that? How far do we let the government go or dictate certain things according to what the Bible says about him ordaining government before we disobey? Think about that. Think about that. I want you to think about that yourself, church, body of Christ. I want you to think about that first, okay? Now, the Bible talks about that in Romans 13. 
and one and on. You please read that yourselves. Read Romans 13, which I've done. My, I'm going to do myself. Read Romans 13 and just think about that, you know, because some people read that. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday we make usaa insurance to help you save take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride discover how we're helping members save at usaa.com slash bundle restrictions apply literally but not understanding the spiritual concepts of it and that what i mean by that is not understanding when to obey and when not to obey. And I think it's a lot of confusion with the church today. Not the world. I'm talking to the church now. This is body of Christ real talk for the body of Christ. This is the church now, the believers. Do you understand when to obey and not to obey? Are you a gullible person that just said, well, the Bible said we need to obey our governments and blah, 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 blah. And just obey everything the government tells you to do because God ordained it. Or are you just one of those uh, curiosity persons or just person that's looking into things first and try to see, read between the lines. Now, I'm not saying God got a secret saying, and this is what God really mean. I'm not a spiritualizer. I'm not into uh, allegories and spiritualizing what God said. I, like, I believe taking God's words literally when it's plain and spoken. But you have to understand, if God ordained a certain government to do certain things, do you just do it? Because whether it's evil or good, you said, what do you mean by evil good, Joe? And now, let me put it this way. There's a lot of mandates that's been going on out there with the government, with your, uh, your, your, your federal government, your city governments, your state or whatever like that. You know, it's a lot of mandates that's going on. This is not a government speech. I'm just, this is just one of my rents or topics I need to get out. Okay. So, you know, feel me. Okay. And, um. I hear I'll be reading about because I, I keep my eye on a lot of events and stuff like that. I don't do as much as I used to because it's just a waste of time because these things going to happen anyway. And it shouldn't surprise me or you either. But I look at certain events. I look at certain topics and I look at the church and what they're saying. And, you know, and I find that the church is giving in on a lot of stuff. The church is just, you know, falling for a lot of these mandates, mandates as in jabbing and stuff like that. I ain't gonna say specifically, but you know where I'm going, okay? About this jab, jab, this poke, poke and everything. There's a lot of things going up, but it's, or it's pushed by the so-called government that we're supposed to be obeying, okay? Now, I'm not going to do a teaching on that now, but I'm going to, uh, I might even do an audio teaching on that and give my little commentary or my opinion on that, you know, my opinion and my comments on that, where I think this is going. Well, anyway, I, I look at that and just, I just, 
I look at the so-called, I don't know who always a Christian or who's not. So I try not to be, I try to be careful in that area and everything because, you know, if I get to talking to you and we can have a conversation, I ask certain questions. Sometimes I can know if you're a believer or not, or you just believe in the morals or you just believe in Christendom or you just religious. I will find out. And I'm not saying that in a, bra- a, a braggadocious way or boasting anything like that, but I will find out if we have a conversation. And I'm not going to say I'm right all the time, but I might, I believe the majority of the time I correct when it comes to your faith, how you got saved. And a lot of you are not saved if I, we get into a conversation like that because I'm, I'm very concerned about your salvation. So with certain questions, I will ask, how do you know you're saved? Because that's very important compared to being religious and, uh, and compared to being believing in the Christian morals of God because just believing in the Christian morals of God and being religious is not going to get you to heaven, okay? So let me digress, all right? So that's what I mean by that. I don't I don't consider everybody being a Christian that says they're a Christian. I, I would love for whoever want to ask me, how do I become a Christian? I'm going to have an answer. It's very simple. The Bible is very simple about salvation, so I don't have a problem with that. But uh, do you? You know, could you answer that? That's, that's scary. Oh, but anyway, you know. It's a lot of Christians falling for certain mandates and all this pushing and stuff like that when it comes to the vax and when it comes to the pokes and when it comes to different things like that. You know, Christians are afraid, you know, but at the same time, I have to watch myself. I can't judge them and knock them because of their fear. Some of them believe they're doing it for God. You know, Romans 14, I'm getting into that. Some of them believe, some people believe they're doing it for God and they believe that it's okay with God. That's what they really believe, you know. And then you got some that does it because they're just afraid. They're really afraid of this so-called thing that's going on, this this COVID that's going on because, you know, lack of understanding. All of us got afraid because, you know, the more educated I got on it, the more unafraid I became of it. You know, that's just me. So I'm just speaking to me. I'm not speaking to you. I'm just speaking to me because I educated my, uh, with different sources and everything. I looked at the other side, so I educated myself more. So I don't fear this. I just fear the push. The, I just fear, not fear it, but I just, you know, I just cautious about the agenda because I was fearful like a lot of people at first. I said, man, this thing is serious. But as I got myself educated, I know what the agenda is. And no, but that's another story, you know. That's my take on that. But a lot of Christians are very afraid, and I have to respect that. They're, you know, I ain't got to agree with it, you know, but I do respect that and everything, you know, and I can't get mad at them. I would like them to respect me and don't be these so-called Karens that say, where's this? You How come you ain't wearing this and doing that and everything? So, you know, I believe they need to respect me, you know, so I, I understand that. But anyway, how far do we go when we supposed to obey the government? As a Christian, as a believer, do you know? Or do you just go with the majority? I like to do a, sell, teach a lot of things on the majority and the minority. Or do you like to go with the majority and believe what they say? Because when you look at the mainstream media news, which are, oh, please, Christians, please, uh, <laughs> I don't get into that. But when you just so dwelt on this the mainstream media news and even some of the alternative news is getting kind of out of whack now you know with their theories and stuff like that so you got to watch that too i don't get into all that you take a lot of things with uh, with prayer and with wisdom and you go from there that's why i don't put everything on my show okay now some things you know i i see or I hear out of their mouth saying of themselves or certain things like i had i seen a certain uh video from youtube 
about the school. A lot of things are happening in the schools. Now, this is true stuff. You know, and I don't mind putting it out there. You know, I, I don't. This is just me. I'm not talking about every Christian needs to do that. You know, some people cannot take certain things and don't like certain things because it's too graphic. I respect that because that's true. Certain things everybody can't handle. But certain certain Christians like myself, you know, I don't like. I don't want I don't want it on my show. But at the same time, there's certain things if I feel it's if it's relevant to me to put it out there, you know, I'm going to put it out there so I can let people see that. And some of the graphic things that might be on that, I'm very cautious about that. But at the same time, I feel some people need to hear what's really been taught in their schools. But that's the way I go with things. Not everybody else. This is where I go with things, you know, not saying that I'm right, you know, not saying that I'm right, you know, because some people just have to have. You know, sensitive skin or thin skin or some people can't handle certain things, even including myself. I don't like a lot of cursing and stuff like that. But certain things you can't avoid because it's of the world and certain things that's been taught. I think certain people need to hear and know what's going on in, in the schools or different things like that. But it's your choice. Remember, it's thank God for your freedom of choice of what you want to hear and what you do not want to hear. But they ignore a lot of things I find I find that's just playing out. You know, not cool, you know, no. So, so it's things I put out there and uh, some people listen to it and some people don't, you know, for one reason or the other. That's okay, but at least I put it out there. And certain things I, I just put out there, I say, well, I shouldn't have put it out there, you know, because some people just not going to listen or, or whatever like that. So it's just like shooting craps or, well, you know, it's just like throwing a bone out there. You know, you're putting it out there. Some people are going to catch on and some people are not. And I'm talking about Christians, okay? And, uh, you know, stuff like that. So when it comes to certain things that's happening around you, within you, like I, I said at the beginning of my show, you know, around the body of Christ, because I'm talking to the body of Christ. When I talk to the body of Christ, I'm talking to myself as well. Okay. I'm not leaving myself out. So this is not a judge me. I'm better than nobody else. This is for the whole body of Christ. And I'm part of the body of Christ. So I talk to myself as well. You know, because I have a lot of issues I need to straighten out myself. But anyway, when it comes to choices, when it comes to beliefs, you have we have to use godly wisdom. We just can't quote scriptures and call it a day. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of that going on. We just cannot quote scriptures, you know. Now, script, scriptures are verses are very good, but we need to put those verses in context as well. And we need to understand why that certain prophet or why Jesus or God said it at that time. You know, those things worked. OK, we have to understand. We've got to differentiate that. OK, before we just throw verses out there. But verses of scriptures, we need to know what dispensation and what verses to use for certain times. OK, and I think it's a lot of confusion on that. And I see a lot of that you know and I used to do that myself but anyway you know what should we do how far should we go by obeying the government you know think about that church think about that saints you know do all things in love do all things with wisdom you know do all things with knowledge. They go hands in hand, knowledge and wisdom. We get a lot of knowledge, good godly knowledge that brings wisdom if you use it right. When you get a lot of, god, lot of godly knowledge that brings wisdom, okay? And it don't take a lot of education. You don't have to lot, have a lot of DDDs and BBBs and doctrines and stuff like that to understand and learn God's word. Because I know if that's the case, I'm in trouble. Because huh? I didn't even finish high school. 
I'm in trouble. I don't need to go get my GED or high school diploma to understand God's word. Not saying it's not a good thing to do, but right now, this time, no, I don't have the patience for it, and I don't need that now. I think I know quite a bit more than some people that's educated because I use a lot of common sense things in my life, you know, far as that. And the things that I, uh, that uh, false education I don't need now because I'm not looking to pursue certain careers or whatever like that you know so that's why I'm cool where I'm at now I don't need to pursue that all right so you know well anyway I wish I had in the past you know I really do in the past but that's my past my, I'm washed with the blood now so this is a different outlook I can if I if I do if I do if I don't if I don't right now I'm not worried about it now I'm not so I thank God for choices well anyway Educate ourselves in the word of God. We need to do that. Ask for God's wisdom. We are filled with the Holy Spirit, according to Ephesians, when we accept what Jesus died on the cross, what he done on the cross, after every resurrection, okay? We are saved, according to 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4. That's salvation for the body of Christ today. We must use certain things in our lives and get wisdom from the Holy Spirit to see what should we do, what choices should we make, how far should we go. Some things are just common sense. If the government are doing things contrary and immorally and planting it against you, that's common sense for a Christian. Even some of the unsaved know that you do not follow it. It's okay to disobey that. It's okay if a certain mandate's been pushed. It's okay to just say, no, I'm not for that. Now, some jobs put certain mandates and different things like that. It's going to be a choice that you have to make. Now, if you believe you make certain choices and whatever like that to take the poke poke or whatever like that, that's your choice. But just do it in wisdom. <clears throat> Excuse me. Educate yourself. You know, find out. Look, listen to the other side. You know, you're going to either stay there, keep your job. And it's hard to give up your job. I'm not telling nobody to give up their jobs. I'm just saying use wisdom. You know, I'm going to say more than pray about it because some people pray and they already made up their mind what they're going to do anyway. So they're wasting their time praying because you already made up your mind. So stop using prayer as a friend. You already made up your mind what you're going to do. You just want God to just follow what you just prayed about, not what God's saying was going on. You read his word, and you line it up, and then you make a decision. Even if you had to give up your job, there's other things and other avenues out there. But like me, I'm not promoting giving up your jobs because of certain men. I would never do that. That's your choice, Christians, what you want to do. But I'm just saying, use wisdom. Look into those things, okay? Look into those things. Because I can understand it's, it's, it's a tough decision. And I don't have an answer for you. I'm just being honest. I don't have an answer for I have an answer for me, but I don't have an answer for you. So you use your God wisdom of what you will make a decision. Now, when it comes to your kids, the ones that have kids, you know, and some of the stuff I, I put out there, some of the stuff you can search yourself. You do the same thing. You keep your kids in those school or you don't, you know. And some of the filth and some of the crap has been taught in schools, elementary at that. I know it's already in high school and college. That's, you know, that's nothing surprising. But what's been taught in a lot of elementary schools, a lot of stuff, you know, going on. You need to make a choice. You need to get them out their school. If they're not, really, if they're not willing to get that curriculum out, you need to get your child out their school. Now, just, just my, that's, that's advice that I give. Now, it's up to you, though. 
But at the same time, I know the situations with the school and in some areas, some people can't afford private schools. <clears throat> some people don't feel like they're educated enough to do homeschool. But I heard it's a lot of curriculum out there you can get online that you can teach your child <clears throat> certain of the basics of education to get them through life at home. I don't know too much about that. I, I have a grown son. I don't have a child now, you know, but I'm just talking to the ones. If you see if you see these certain mandates. Certain things they're doing in school that's mandated by city officials, the government, you disobey that and you get out of those schools. That's just my advice. You shouldn't even have to think hard about that if you have certain Christian morals, body of Christ, the church I'm talking to, okay? All right. So, I'm going to do a teaching on that and uh, on Connecting the Dots, my other podcast called Connecting the Dots. Okay, the ones that just came in, if you listen to my podcast, this is Joseph Brownie, host of Connecting the Dots, host of also Body of Christ Real Talk. Okay, so I'm talking about Connecting the Dots. I am the host of Connecting the Dots that you'll find mostly on Spotify. And uh, then I'm also the host of Body of Christ Real Talk, which, you know, you'll have different, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, you know, iHeart that you can find. Basically, both Connecting the Dots under the name Joseph Brownlee, under Connecting the Dots and uh, Body of Christ Real Talk. I also have a phone number that you can call if you have any thing you want to talk about, any advice, or you have a subject you want to talk about, just want to say hello, you can just call my number, area code 217-900-9017. That's area code 217-900-9017, and leave a voicemail of any topic or anything you want to talk about. Keep it clean, no cussing, If even if you disagree, you know, because I'm just going to race it anyway. Keep it clean, and keep it uh, pure or something like that, but you have a subject or you have a concept or if you have a topic or if you have even advice and whatever like that, just leave a voicemail at that number, area code 217-900-9017. Once again, area code 217-900-9017. Okay, I digress. Okay, should we obey the government? How far should we let the government go? It is limits when it comes to godly values and morals. Yes, you know we need to we need to look into that and really just disobey that type of stuff. That's my point. You know, that's my point. You know, but you might have another way. You know, but you know when it comes to doing things by fear, that doesn't help. When you're just afraid, you just don't know. Find some help. Get with some people. You know, talk about it. Everything like that. Don't just ignore it like it's not happening. You know, and uh, stuff like that. You know, get some advice. You know, dig into certain things. Try to get some understanding. You know, but I want everybody to understand and start with myself. Do all things in love. Do all things in charity. One brother, Sean Brissau, said that means charity just means uh, love and action. That was his definition of charity. Love and action, you know. Just do things in love, you know. You know, just don't let anybody run over you or anything like that. You know, just discipline yourself and use meekness when it comes to that. Courage and strength under control. Courage and strength under control. That's that's somewhat of part of a definition of meekness. Not the full definition. You can go in the dictionaries and look up the de- uh, definitions yourself. So I'm not a dictionary, but that's just a little, uh, uh, one of the ways of being meek, you know. Strength and courage under control. All right. This is Joseph Brownlee, Body Christ, Real Talk. Well, the topic was, I'm just ranting. You know, people say, what do you mean ranting? Well, I'm just not complaining. No, I'm not complaining. It's just certain things I'm getting off my chest and I wanted to, you know, address. 
as as I, I, I could just put it that way, address certain things, that issues that was on my heart and that's been on my mind that I need to get out there. There's a lot of things going on that I just feel need to be addressed. And that, those are some things, being patient with yourself, you know, you know, as far as that. And, uh, you know, the role of the government, how far should we let the government just overrun us or be obedient to the government? Do we understand the concepts of how to, what God mean about ordained? You know, listening to the government. Now we need to understand that because I'm, I'm gonna go back to these ministers. I hear certain ministers talking about, you know, the Bible said, you know, you know. I've heard one minister say this, and I'm just, I'm just putting it. Out. I heard one minister say this. You know, I'm not going to say his name, but I, I heard even one minister say this. You know, that uh, we should take the jab. Because he believed Jesus would have took it or something like that. If Jesus was here, I thought that was a bunch of nonsense. Same persons that all talk about faith and healing and stuff like that, you know, that's fear. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions. And it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase. And no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com holiday. There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. You are afraid of something that hasn't been proved. I'm just putting it out there. That's a lot of fear. You know, you probably know who this minister are. I don't need to throw it out there. Some names I throw out there, some I don't, you know. I let other people do that. But right here, I'm just going to just say, you know, you got some ministers preaching there. You got some ministers. I heard, you know, I don't have proof of this, but I heard some churches are mandating that their congregation take the jab before they come into their church. So this is how bad this stuff is got. This is how bad this misinterpretation of the government has got has gotten in certain churches. That's what I'm addressing today in Romans 13. That's certain churches that you have to be mandated. I don't, I'm not, I don't blow, blow the church building, you know, no church building, you know, because I understand that I am the church. I'm not against people going to church, so don't get me wrong, but I haven't found a church that's teaching are rightly divided anyway, you know, and it's just sadly, you know, they're just not out there strongly. And the churches that are doing some are so caught up within the social aspects of the government, you know, they are going to do certain things because they believe it's ordained by God to follow the government. And it is. But is this government following God? Let me put that right. Let me put that in perspective. We are to obey the government if they obey God's mandates. Okay. Oh, God's morals. The government is here to protect evil. I was listening to this minister, John MacArthur, and I doesn't li- I don't listen to John MacArthur a lot. But you know, if you're making sense and you putting biblical uh, verses in there, then I'm, I'm going to listen. You got my ear, you know, because you're still my brother. You know, you're still my brother and sister in Christ. We don't have to agree on everything, but you're still my brother in Christ, and you fight for the same thing. I'm fighting for truth. Okay, I'm going to listen to you. We might not disagree on everything. I'm going to listen to you. You know, but the same things. Uh, uh, 
even ministers like Geno Jennings and whatever like that, they're not ministers that I really listen to. But if you're talking common sense and everything, not so much judging everything, which I don't like. You got to stop judging everybody all the time and blah, 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 blah. And you don't hear much of the salvation messages. I have a problem with that, you know, because people do the things that they do because they're not saved. And then you have some Christians do that because they're not, they don't know how to grow in the spirit. They don't know, they're not been loved and grown in the spirit. So before we get the judge and, you know, files that and everything, we need to watch that, you know, certain ministers need to watch that. So I don't listen to a lot of ministers, you know, but if they have a certain subject, a topic, then I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to listen to that. But that don't mean I follow, I'll be, I'm careful who I follow, you know, because I don't want, I want people to be careful when they follow me. You know, listen to what I have to say. Follows what the word of God says or whatever like that. But don't don't follow me just because you like the way I sound or you like the way I look or, you know, blah, blah, blah. I hear a lot of that, you know, this 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 guy was talking about certain things, you know, I was listening to his YouTube and you know, but he, he wasn't so much seemed like he was teaching, it seemed like he wanted to preach. I mean he got the preaching, I'm not not the preacher, but he was like preaching in his car and blah 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 and everything like that. So it sounded like somebody was preaching in a pulpit and a pulpit or whatever like that, you know, and there's certain things I just disagree in some of his doctrines uh, as well, because I heard about some of his doctrines and everything. But even though he was saying some truth and everything, he still seemed like he was just preaching and putting on a little show or whatever like that. So that kind of turned me off. So that's my point is, if you make it some type of sense, I'm going to listen to you. I don't not have to necessarily follow you, but I'm going to agree with what you're saying and everything. And I want you to do the same with me. You know, I don't care who you are. Just don't listen to me because, you know, you're, you know, you're a friend, foe, family, whatever like that. Just, just back up one of I'm saying when it comes to verses in scripture and everything. So that's why I throw my podcast. I don't think everybody, I don't uh, assume everybody going to agree with what I say. You know, I don't, I don't, no matter who you are, I, I don't assume that. I just put it out there because I'm going to be wrong sometimes, but I believe a lot of times I'm going to be right. You just don't disagree. It's okay. I'm not going to debate that. When it comes to debate, I will. When it comes to salvation and, you know, stuff like that, yes, I'm going to speak up on that. I don't care who you are. But certain disagreements, no, I'm going to do it in love and leave it alone, you know, like I've done in Muslim. Let's just keep it like that. I'm not going to debate over stuff like that, you know. Well, anyway, uh, I forgot where I was. <laughs> okay, what I was talking about. Well, anyway, uh, uh, well, anyway, what is the role of the government? Do we really understand the role of the government and how far, you know, a lot of stuff is just common sense to me of what, how far we should follow the government. It might not be to everybody because some people just gullible, you know, they just take it and take that rope and they just let it wrap around their neck and they just let people pull them, you know. I hate to say it like that, but you got the, the gullible just follow anything, man. I see a lot of people just follow. They just back and forth, man. They they praising God, talk about healing and stuff like that. And then on the other way, they talk about fear. They talk about we need to do this, blah, blah. It's just a lot of people are confused that want to be saved and the church is not making it no better. I don't want to be one of those. I want to make sure I'm just trying to get the right thing out there. You know, I'm going to be, I want to be sure that I correct myself and get myself together if I told you something wrong. I don't want to be the one that leads you astray. I want to try to get as much as God's word rightly divided in you as I can if you are a growing believer. And what I mean, or a new believer, a new believer doesn't mean you're young. A new believer just, you could be 10 years old or you could be 80 years old and be a new believer, but you're still drinking milk. That's my point. 
You could be 10, you could be the 80, and just get saved. Or you could be saved for 20, 30, and 40 years. This is the sad part, but still drinking milk. Still a baby in Christ. Those are the ones I'm talking about. So it ain't got nothing to do with your age. It got to do, it got to do with your spiritual growth, you know. Because a lot of us need to be spiritually grown. You know, we could be safe over 30. Like me, I was safe over 30 years. And thank God I'm not the same as I used to be. You know, it takes, it, it comes to a point you need to grow. The Apostle Paul talks about you need to grow in Christ, you know. And I don't mean just be throwing out verses and quoting scriptures. That don't mean you're growing. And you can be, you can quote them. You got atheists and uh, alcoholics and quote scriptures all kind of ways. They might not be in context, but they can at least quote scriptures and stuff like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your spiritual walk and your growth in Christ spiritually, not so much physically entertainment, but spiritually, not because you know how to quote certain scriptures, but how strong are you growing in the Lord and relationship wise, you know, and I'm talking, I'm talking to myself too. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to stop it right there. I think I've been, uh, I, I let my rap out long enough. I love you guys. I wanted to get that out there out of my chest. What's going on in Joseph Brownlee's life? What's going on in my life? And I try to get it out there and get it off my chest and everything. But I want to encourage you guys. I want to get into the rapture. I want to talk about the rapture. I want to talk about the encouragement about the rapture of the church in First Thessalonians 14 and 16. And Corinthians talks about the rapture. What's going to happen at the rapture? The body crosses. A lot of things we ain't going to have to even go through this. We need to be informed, not so much informed for salvation or being protected because I'm set when it comes to the rapture, the catching one in the church, the blessed hope. I want to get into things like that. And a lot of those teachings you can find on connecting the dots, connecting the dots. Speaking of connecting the dots, I'm finna do, a, I'm already doing a, a series that's called One Size Does Not Fit All. One Size Does Not Fit All. You know, I'm doing a series on that, uh, you know, on uh, connecting the dots. And I'm finna do something, you know, that's uh, that uh, it's going to break down the kingdom of heaven and the body of Christ, the gospel of the grace of God. So stay tuned for Connecting the Dusk. I'm going to do some different teachings on different topics and subjects that's going to be controversial, going to be very controversial for the church, for the believers. You know, they never heard this type of teaching before, but it's all in the Bible. It's all in the Bible. So I'm going to be quoting a lot of scriptures. I'm going to be reading out of certain books that I'm going to be offering, not for myself, but I'm going to let you go there and get on themselves. I'm going to read out this book called God's Secret, because if it's relevant, if it's just lining up with God's word, I'm going to introduce it to others, the ones that does not have it, and then I get my own comments on that. So it's a lot of teaching I'm going to be doing on a lot of topics on connecting the dots. And remember, the difference between connecting the dots and a body of Christ, real talk, connecting the dots is mostly biblically related. It's going to be teaching certain subjects and topics in the Bible. Rightly divided. That's that's connecting that strictly Bible. Not so much um different topics and different subjects like the body of Christ. The uh, Connected Dots is strictly Bible. You want to learn about the Bible, you check out Connected Dots. Well, I'll have myself and other audio teachers on there teaching the Word of God, different topics. That's why you can call in that same number, you know, and just get some information. If you want to talk about a certain topic or you have something on your mind, a certain subject, you don't understand. If I don't know it, I have other, I can research other audios, other teachers that can break it down to you and everything. As I learn, I teach as I teach, I learn because I'm still learning myself. So, you know, don't, don't be. You can call that same number, Eric Cove, 217 900 9017, for connecting the dots. 
All right. Body of Christ, real talk is just we just get into certain things that's happening in the lives of body of Christ. I talk about body of Christ, excuse me, social issues, uh, you know, um, you know, I talk about different topics. You know, it doesn't have, it doesn't matter when you, when it comes to, it's go, it, just keep it clean and just like, like just keep it as a biblical concept in the Bible. But we, t- I talk about different issues. I like, I like to try to get certain guests on there to talk about. They have a business to start. If they want to talk about a, a something that's encouraging or this, this a movie, it doesn't matter. But long as it's clean and it's uplifting, it's encouraging and it's just lining up to the word of God. That's a difference between body of Christ, real talk. And uh, connecting the dots, connecting the dots strictly Bible. That's Bible teaching right there. You're going to get some straight up Bible study, rightly dividing uh, um, by the Christ real talk. We could just talk about the life, what's going on in lives and what's going on around and within and in front of the body of Christ. You know, that's real talk, real talk, common sense, real talk. You know, just get it out there. All right. This is Joseph Brownlee. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I love y'all. And before I leave, I just want to give the ones that's listened to my podcast as non-believers, you know, a chance to accept Christ in your life. Trust Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior by believing what he done on the cross and his death, excuse me, death, burial and the resurrection according to 1 Corinthians 15, 1 and 4. 1 Corinthians 15, 1 and 4 is the way of the gospel to be saved today, period. Saved today, period, you know. You know, just get saved and trust Christ in your life so your spirit can be made alive. It can be awakening. It can be quickened, you know, according to the book of Ephesians, okay? So uh, that's my advice for the unbelievers before they can get any kind of meat and try to grow in the things of God and get into connecting the dots. You can get more out of connecting the dots if you're already saved. I'm not saying don't listen, but you get, you'll, you'll get more meat because your spirit is waking and the Holy Spirit will confuse you with more truth, you know, and connecting the dust Bible teaching, rightly divided, okay? I have some great teaching. <laughs> teaching on there about what is dispensationalism you know a lot of controversy on that go and just look into that i got more into that and i got some more teaching on different topics and subjects you know you have any topics and subjects just just call me at that number okay this is body of christ real talk this is joseph brownlee i'd like to give a shout out to my listeners thank you southern california northern california chicagoans or whatever other city that you in. thank you for listening to my podcast and everything like that i really love you guys and i really mean that and everything i don't know you physically but i got the agape love that's within my heart that's helped me to love you guys even though i don't see your face because you're part of the body you're part of the body it has nothing to do with the feelings it just has to do with my faith of loving people and everything like that okay so it's not about feeling feeling loving love you anything like that but i just love you by the faith of god it's the faith of christ Okay, the faith of Christ. A lot of things happen because it's the faith of Christ. Not so much my faith. I have my faith in Christ and what he done, but everything else, the spiritual blessings and all that's that surround us, it's because of the faith of Christ. Some translations have got it, faith in Christ. But the King James Version is the true translation when it comes to that. I'm not saying that's the only Bible, but that's the Bible I believe that rightly divided God's word is the faith of Christ, okay? Boom. All right. This is Joseph Brownlee, the body of Christ, real talk. Joseph Brownlee, the body of Christ, real talk. Love y'all. I look forward to hearing from you guys. Please leave some comments. Call that number or just leave leave a comment or whatever like that. I love you guys. This is thank you for listening to me. 
on my little rent of what was on my heart and what I need to get off my chest. Stay tuned for connecting the dots. You know, I would do some teaching on Romans 5, Romans 6, and I'm going to do some teaching about what is the role of the government and also what is our role and how we should treat each other that's weak in the, for, uh, towards the ones that's weak in the faith. That's another very important topic. And you can read those yourself, you know, Romans 14, Romans 13. You know, it's going to be a lot of other topics that I do far as your growth, the difference between the gospel of the kingdom of heaven and the gospel of the grace of God, because I know a lot of people still are not getting it, and I just want to go slow and just teach you the best way I can to have other teachers teach you that well that can that has a longer arm than me and can teach you better ways or better give you a better understanding of what God's word is God's word is saying. Okay, so stay tuned for connecting the dots for those different teachings, and I will let you know and I will shoot it out. You know, God bless you all. This is Joseph Brownlee, host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Also, be looking out for more quiet storm. You know, that's just when I get into a quiet storm of praise and worship, and I just come up with different type of beautiful music. Some of the music, most of the music you never even heard before, and that's that's purposely because it's more just that y'all want you to get into the flow with the unfamiliar music and everything like that. And some of them will be familiar, and some of them just going to be prayer. So stay tuned for more quiet storm. And while I might have little movie clips of different things, but it's going to be most of praising and lifting up God and getting things and weights off your chest and your mind. God bless you. Love y'all. Body of Christ Real Talk with your host, Joseph Brownlee. Bye-bye. Love you. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.